Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. I hope that you are all well today, and there's a little sunshine where you are in the world. Today in the United Kingdom, we have some beautiful, beautiful weather, and I have to say, the mood has lifted considerably. So, wherever you are, stay tuned because we have excellent, excellent guest today. I have to say it's an honor really and a pleasure of having the very successful businessman Ben Chai. Ben has already made an impact to over 100,000 individuals in just under 70 countries as an author, a speaker, a performer, a coach, an entertainer, to name but a few of the things that he does. He is also a popular TEDx speaker. Now, Ben has lived a full and varied life through many things that he does, from IT to property to acting and writing books and sharing the stage with some of the biggest names. He is known as the Time Lord of Business because of his diverse experience across senior leadership board and advisory roles within major organizations. He has also achieved great success in many fields and has made his wealth through smart property investing. Now, his early life was a less happy one because of bullying, something he has overcome to grow from a person from low self-esteem to the outgoing and confident person he is today. And very funny, I have to say, also. And today he shares his amazing story with us. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Ben. Hi, Mimi. Is, was that it? Was that the podcast? <laughs> yes. That was, no, that, that, was, that was like that was like the entire fifty minutes. I was, I was waiting. I think, shall I say something now? We're like, oh, oh my no. Well, I, look, look, look. You know, you are so deserving of such an introduction. I have to say, and so I had to roll that red carpet out. Oh, you're you're you. so kind. I just wonder if we've got any any listeners left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have. Where's he gone? Oh, he's, he's going to say something else about him. Oh, ha- thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Yes, thank thank you for having me, uh, Mimi. So, so what should we talk about? Should we talk well, about what eczema? Should we talk about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say to the listeners that 
we had a little moment before as as one does and um, we had such a fabulous conversation and Ben thought that I was recording and actually I wasn't because I was so into his stories and he's such a funny funny guy that I actually forgot to start recording so we're, we're starting from the beginning now but we're there we're there and I'm sure it's going to be fabulous so without further ado Ben tell us a little bit about yourself I know I've said a lot yeah yeah you have like, I, I don't know <laughs> I have nothing else to say about me I'm so sorry you've oh. da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. tell us Tell us your story, um, because you are remarkable. In let's talk about bullying, because 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 you were bullied yes, and let's. I was bullied, and yes, let's. And, and that's bully for us, right? Yes, um, so, yes. So bullying. Now, I was asked to write a book about bullying, and I mm -hmm. said I don't think I could write that book. And they said why? Because I said, well, I would probably write a book about bullying and why it's good for you. So I don't think <laughs> I should write that, you know. And of of course. You know, some some people have never recovered from bullying. Uh, other people have uh, successfully, um, uh, commit, sadly, committed suicide. I I, I was unsuccessful at it uh, because I was so incompetent in my younger days. So so uh, don't tell me that incompetence is bad. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You see, we ruined the 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 the, the atmosphere now by by bullying. We should no, talk about eczema. No, we should talk about. No, no, we should talk about bullying. Or bananas, or toothpaste. Yes, or I don't know. Should we talk about jellyfish? I don't jellyfish. know. Jellyfish. <laughs> yes, yes. Tell yes. <laughs> no, but and, and really, why you shouldn't um, eat jellyfish? Why you should definitely not eat jellyfish? That's for sure. Definitely, it, it's no. just fine as it is in the sea. And um, we, we were actually talking about jellyfish before. Mm. I'll, I'll tell the listeners because I had an anaphylactic shock um, where I nearly died. And that was actually through eating jellyfish. And we were talking about eczema and allergies and things, weren't we? And yeah. how different things affect different people. Now, I do want to talk about bullying, actually, because okay. you did such a good talk on that. The, the, so, the TED talk on cowardice and courage, you mean? Yes, that one. And, and why cowardice is actually good for you. Please share that with us because I really, really, um, Ben is such an excellent um, speaker and I love listening to you. So please tell us a little bit about that. I love listening to me too. Yes. Yeah. And then I get bored and, and, and then I think, <laughs> oh my goodness, why did you say that? <laughs> and then I don't like listening to myself. So why did I say cowardice is good for you? Mm. Did you know there have been entire kind of races that have been eliminated because they were brave and courageous? No. Yes, that's true. Uh, and if, if they, this is why I like this um, phrase, he who fights and runs away will live to fight another day. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, we can understand that you're brave, but if it's going to mean your life then then why 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 have the fight and quite often the when you're because i think you learned judo and i'm pretty sure your 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 self-defense teacher would have said you know mimi the best self-defense is to run away but if you have to fight here's how you fight 
yeah, I mean, I, I think I learned that through life as well, that I, mm. I don't want to get into fights unless I have to. If I have to, then I will defend myself. Yeah. Um, but I'd rather not get into a fight. I would really rather not and run for the mountains. But um, sometimes we have to yeah. because life requires it of us. Yeah, so... so, so in my younger days being being cowardly was actually helpful because that way i would avoid being beaten up uh l- later on that running away didn't serve me so well and and i obviously i had to learn to be braver in different aspects of my life or, or else i would have carried on being somebody's kind of like um what do you call them when 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 they beat on you all the time don't know I don't know. Yeah, neither do I, because I had a head injury and I can't remember something sometimes. Huh? Have did you, had you really? Injury? Yeah, I did. Oh, did I the a, bullies? A, did no, the bullies no, do that? no, no, no. That was self-inflicted. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but okay. but not a deliberate. I didn't do that to myself deliberately. I'd, I'd okay. reached a stage in my life by then where I thought living is kind of cool. I like living. Yeah, that's fun. No, I was going down a hill on a child's scooter with a couple of cans of paint because I was going to paint a house. And I realized I didn't know how to stop this thing when I was going down the hill. So I put my foot down to slowly slow it down. And Mm -hmm. then I fell over backwards and hit my head on a raised uh, curb. And next thing I know, I'm in hospital, but I have no memory of what happened in hospital. No, none of my visit, visitors can't remember them. Nothing. In fact, I was put in the ward where people died because they didn't expect me to recover. And how old were you? Oh, it's pretty old. It's only about a decade ago I had the 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 head injury. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I, I was kind of a really happy dude in those days when I had my remembered my words. But mm. now words they don't come easy to me is there a song that goes okay. like that <laughs> <laughs> but I can't a- anyway so that. rather than being somebody's boy that they could just like if, uh, take their their anger out or, or their ego out on I, I needed to be a bit more courageous later in my life and um so 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 you know just to stand up to people and, and not be put down all the time and that led me on to another TED talk, which, uh, which, where, where I, you know, advise people if someone is talking down to you or making you feel insignificant, to just vanish from their life, walk away. Do you think that's easier said than done? At times, it depends. Like if it's your mm-hmm. best friend or your family then that's that's obviously much harder mm. everyone who i have worked with and who has listened to me who've walked away from their their parents or their sisters or whatever the the families asked them back later on because normally people when they're they're kind of making you that kind of idiot person you're normally doing a lot of great things in the family and when you're gone nobody else is there to do those great things. This is true. Very and, true. And so now there's nobody like there to, to hold that family together in that area. And, <laughs> and they realize what they've done. 
but sometimes it'll take a you know a decade before they come and apologize to you it takes a long time sometimes to realize and sometimes it's too late also because time passes by you know far quicker than we even realize that's true and time mm. goes by <laughs> so slowly no no that's wrong it should go so quickly it goes so quickly they got the, the words of that song wrong so so <laughs> so yeah um so it is difficult but there 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 is some courage there to walk away and live a life where where you're surrounded by people who believe in you who think mimi you are the most amazing woman on this planet oh i'm yet to meet people like that ben you are so cool by the way how do you do that really dulcet voice when you you do your opening for the podcast i really like i really that. don't know i really don't know i think it's i think it's my job it, it goes <laughs> hi this is mimi <laughs> I really like it. I'd learned to do that when I was a broadcaster. Hello, this is Ben Chai. Well, that sounds good, actually. <laughs> People say to me, How? I've got to tell you something very funny. I was talking to yeah. a friend of mine the other day, and he said to me, you know what? I don't actually ever sleep in the day. But I put one of your, because, you know, I do guided meditations as well. I, I do that as well. So I've got some albums that actually do guided meditations and things and relaxation. So he said, but when I listen to your voice, um, it actually makes me fall asleep. So we were having a conversation and he fell asleep. So I said, am I that boring? He said, no, but you completely put me to sleep. No, so, you're just very hypnotic. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I doubted me. that. <laughs> it's so soothing. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Now, Ben, I'm really interested in that you have done so many things. The list goes on and on. Tell us. I would like the listeners to know all sorts of things about you and what you have done, because really it is so admirable and it's very impressive. Maybe I was overcompensating. <laughs> <laughs> I was bullied so much. I, I, I was such a, felt like such a horrible person. Maybe I've just been overcompensating for the most of my life. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And, and maybe that's why people think, today i'm i'm very brave like i'll get up on stage in front of uh, you know people and talk i'll i'll go and capture large spiders if 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 i have to and and so on because because it it seems cool can i do it you know uh, can i can really i can i make a million spiders yeah in in jars i mean you oh, know in jars okay yeah and okay. kind of like sucking them up in a vacuum cleaner is is the cowardly way <laughs> well that's the brave i wouldn't even do that <laughs> what oh my goodness i wouldn't you know, even do that you know this guy he's like a bodybuilder and <laughs> and he, he phones me up he says ben i i need your help desperately i said what what's up he said my myself and my girlfriend we can't go into this room because there's this big spider in there i said 
you, you're this big bodybuilding guy. He said, no, I, I, I've got to. Anyway, I go over there and I swear it is really tiny. It is a tiny, it's like a, the, the size of a five pence piece, if that, and ran out of it because he ran out of the room. And what are you doing catching spiders in the neighborhood? What's that all about? Well, I don't know. I just knew him. He wasn't, he, he, I, don't, I don't have the name as Ben Chai, <laughs> spider catcher. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so, so talking about, talking about mm-hmm. cowardice and courage uh, again, uh, another reason why, why people are asked to run away, uh, I, I have a really wonderful, wonderful friend who is very strong and he used to suffer from a lot of anger issues, I guess, or, or just didn't want to look small because he was bullied himself. And so when he, when he saw people doing things, he'd just go and attack them and, uh, he, or, or, or he'd defend himself straight away and he's hospitalized people some people can't walk anymore so i think that's another great reason just okay yeah time for me to go do you think that people that have been bullied go either of two ways they become a bully or they survive and become like a warrior worrying about being bullied you mean (laughs) no no a fighter. <laughs> a fighter. I, I think I think actually people being bullied it could end up anyway. You just don't know. Mm. So some people will never gain self confidence ever again. Other people think this is a crap life. I need to do something about it. I need to learn some strategies. Uh, we know, funnily enough, a lot of famous actors were bullied. Isn't that interesting? Uh, so, so I, yeah, I, some some end up being horrible people. Some, I, I don't think so. I think bullying is just one of those things, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And that, how that, did you that, overcome it? How did I overcome bullying? Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, good question. Uh, did, did I even overcome it? I, I don't know. I'm braver today. I'll, I'll stand up more for myself today. Although I'll still run away occasionally because I. Really, I just don't think it's appropriate to talk to idiots. So I just yeah. shut up and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, do I do? I do take chances I shouldn't do. So I remember uh, being mugged in New York, and and this guy was six foot. I don't know six foot six i got shoved down an alley he was holding me and i remember grabbing him by his neck back not his neck by his shirt uh, and and i said to him you need to give me my my wallet back because i'm gonna fight and i'm looking up to this big guy <laughs> I oh said, my goodness but i said but if you give me my wallet back i will make sure you're okay and I don't and know why. Anyway, he gave me my wallet back. And so I gave him $10. And he said, I thought you're going to give me more. And I, I said, <laughs> just be happy I gave you $10. And I ran like mad. Never, that was very brave. Well, see, see, that was brave. But, but I think because I was bullied, I, I suddenly just never, I just never wanted to be bullied again and never want to, I'd rather die than feel like, you know, I like, like insignificant. So, uh, there, 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 there have been other incidences. There, there was a, what was it? 
I was in this bar in Hammersmith. So Hammersmith is in, in London uh, for people who, who are international. And there was this bar, I was there with my friends and this guy comes over to me and says, hey, my friend really likes you. I said, oh yeah, thinking, hey, this is pretty cool. So he says, will you come over and, and, and meet my friend? I said, yeah, I guess so. So I go to, the, to, to meet his friend. Now, my, he's, he's kind of maneuvered me. So my back is to the bar and he's on one side and his friend comes out and I swear he looks like Mr. Mr. T from the A-team. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) He was. And I said, oh my goodness. Um, Well, thank you very much. Uh, Your friend looks amazing. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I I have a preference for ladies, but thank you for being being so brave and, and, and introducing me. And so he said, but he likes you. And I said, I repeated what I said. I said, yes, I understand he likes me. And honestly, I'm sure he'll, other people would like him the same way back, but it's just not my thing. He said, well, he's going to kiss you anyway. And I just thought, oh my goodness. So here's my head going into overdrive now. So if I'm going to die, I'm going to do it spectacularly. Did he have? Did he have gold chains? He did. Oh, he did. yes. I, 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 maybe I should have snogged him in, in in return for his gold chains. I don't know. Never thought of it that time. Uh, so, so I, so being a teacher, a trainer, I, I, I obviously know how to project my voice, and I just shouted, "John, you promise not to snog me in public." Now I don't know what his name was. I just made it up, and just for a few seconds, they backed off. And I ran. Oh. never been back to that bar again, ever in my life. Well, that was very, very fast and very, um, very brave, I have to say. Well, who knows? But I thought it was really funny. Yes. Do you want one more incident like that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. All right. Okay. So, so this is when I, uh, I was at university and it was late one night. I was in one of the corridors and this big rugby guy, I think he was drunk, came and i don't know just didn't like the look of me grabbed me and i there there i I was literally being held against the wall by by my collar so i was being i was off the ground and my feet weren't on the ground i just thought oh you know f words and all that kind of stuff i Mm. i guess this is one of those days when i'm going to die so i looked at him and i said to him do you know god really loves you And then just at that moment, his girlfriend turns up. She says, she says, what are you doing? Put him down. Come on, we've got to go. Put him down. And, and he, he put me down and left me alone. So, yeah, I, I think if you're going to die, do it spectacularly. <laughs> do it in style. Do it in style. I mean, hey. do, it. <laughs> do it in style. And um, it would have been nice to have had one of those gold chains, Ben. I know, I know. Maybe mm. I should have just done it for this chair. <laughs> take, take the chair. <laughs> if only you'd been there with me at the time, Mimi. You should say, yes, I definitely get back in there, Ben. <laughs> See if you can get a gold chain. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's a challenge, Mimi. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, dear, 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 yeah. dear, dear. Yes. Very so funny. You were saying that you were fearless before, before we had this um started the recording yes fearless why why did you say that 
Because I, why, I think, why did I think I say it's good that? to be fearful. No. All right. No, I tell you why. Go on. Because um, I don't think that we should fear anything. Because fear, you know, I'm human. So there are going to be elements of, you know, I'm nervous about this, you know, and this could happen and this can happen. Obviously, in, in that sense, we all have our fears as such. But, um, you know, if I had a dragon come in front of me or whatever, I wouldn't be afraid. I wouldn't. Also, we were talking about this pandemic and you asked me earlier whether I was afraid of going out or anything to do with this. And no, I'm not. And I don't know whether that possibly comes from my faith. But I do believe in destiny also. And I think what is going to be is going to be. I'm a firm believer in that. And I think that fear is really an illusion. And I've been afraid many times in my life, but really, really difficult times in my life. And I've overcome it. So I know there's always a way to overcome it and that we as individuals have this huge power and capacity within us to really do so much. And yet we know so little about this. We haven't really explored it. So I think we are more powerful than we realize, much bigger than fear. Uh, okay. Well, I think it's good to be have a bit of fear. Yeah. yeah, because like I mean, you said it yourself in your weird, in your weirds, your weirds, weirds. Come really to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you said it like when you faced your fear, you you had a strategy to overcome it, mm. and 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 it's that strategy that helps you grow. Uh, I yeah. I think like uh, I I know some salespeople because we were, were talking about this who will use fear to to get people to buy not just salespeople. i mean the shops do it as well like three for the price of two and this offer only lasts for a day so if you don't get it yeah you're going to lose out isn't that a fear of losing out uh, uh which a lot of uh, uh sales uh, stage salespeople anyway use this to get people to buy mm. uh, and i think if you actually uh were to face your fear and, and look at the risks and you'd think oh well you know here's the risk of me not doing it here's the risk of me doing it and and you can work that out and you can minimize the 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 risk if you like so for example uh, mm. take take an epidemic like the coronavirus right uh, we we don't know what's true because of the media we don't know whether the media is right we don't know what some people who are saying that doctors are saying some some things that that uh, coronavirus is true other doctors are saying no we've healed it in a day like yeah before we spoke your your friend was healed in a day by a doctor 24 hours and they were well yes right so we don't really understand what's going on and there's a lot of fear created because of the coronavirus that uh, that happened uh, and you can minimize the risk by by as we don't know what's happened by by one thinking okay i don't know whether coronavirus is true or not however i will take some precautions mm. yeah 
and I will do the best I can, but once I've done the best I can, then, then that's it. I can't do anything better. But that's all we can in, do. And that works with your destiny phrase. Uh, so, 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 yeah, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. That's it. Hey, me, have a happy life before you die. Remember to do that. So, I understand. So, so, I agree so I, with you. So I think fear helps you minimize risk. And I, I think it helps you to grow as well. I think some fear is good. Like, hey, I'm at the top of a 50-story building and I know my friends say I can fly if I jump off of it, but I'm scared. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I won't jump. I, I was um, on Mount Sinai and... I was with a few friends and we were at the top. We reached the top. It took eight hours to climb the mountain. And I didn't realize actually until then that I had a fear of heights. And it was um, one of those crazy moments when you think, what the hell have I done? And the Bedouins that were with us, that were guiding us said, don't look down. And it was midnight. Don't look down, don't look down. Whatever you do, don't look down. When you get to nearly the top, but not quite. And what I did was look down and I froze at that point with fear. And it was one of those moments, Ben, that I didn't know if I was going to live or die because it was such a small um, rock that I had to then jump across to get to the other point. And there was no way that I was going to do that because I literally froze. I was hysterical at that moment. But then I had a moment of, it was a divine moment that somehow something inside me kicked in this faith, this faith that it's going to be okay. And that overtook that fear. And it was life-changing. Hmm. Because I realized that no matter, even on a life death situation, like that could have been in reality, something greater was inside of me that overcame that. That's pretty powerful. Mm. Why didn't the Bedouin just hold your hand and say, hey, sweetie, don't worry, I'll, I'll go first. And, you know, you he just did. hold my hand and, and come with me. He did, but he had, there were two of them. There were two Bedouins and one was standing behind me and one was in front of me and they wanted me to jump, which was a meter. But that was like a crevice, a hole that I had to jump across. And there was no way that I was going to do that because mm. there was no way that I could get up. It was a total case of sweats. And I, there was no way that I was going to move because it was all we had was the moonlight my three friends had gone slightly higher than me and had actually it's and this is another story for another day had left me there with the bedouins and i was hysterical because it was one of the most frightening moments i'd ever had in my life there were many i've had but that was up there in the top 5 i have to say and he was calling me and he said jump I couldn't even get up. I had just gone to the floor. And the thing that actually, this moment that I had, this, that overtook me, this power within inside of me, call it 
your soul, your heart, whatever it is. I Something realized, inside so strong. Yes, absolutely. It was like that. Um, overtook. And he said, jump. And I said, I can't. And then he said, what about the black snakes? And that was it. I jumped. <laughs> that was it. I thought it was a double well, fear he used on you to create, uh, <laughs> to, to make you fearless. And I jumped, but I realized then that if I can do that in the middle of the desert at such a height in, you know, darkness, then I can pretty much do anything. That doesn't make, not in an arrogant way, in a very well, humbling that, way, you know. The, the whole thing sounds like, like a poet, you know, in the heights of my fear in to when I was in total darkness. Sounds very good, actually. Darkness of my soul, you know, which is really a, a true story of you being up on the yes. high mountain. Yes, yes, actually, you've said that perfectly. Mm. Absolutely, it was one of those moments. Mm. And that's where... I promised myself at that point, Ben, that I would never put my trust in people as such and expect too much of them. That really, as a child, as we were talking about before, when I was bullied at school, it had to come, the strength and the courage had to come from inside of me. Mm. Wow. Yeah, whereas the craziness comes inside of me, I just think, oh... <laughs> Yeah, well, that helps. It's the moonlight, <laughs> the music, mm. and the let's dance. <laughs> let's dance. Let's jump over this crevice. What the hell, you know? <laughs> yeah, so you only get to live once. Absolutely. <laughs> mm. So I, I don't know. I don't know when I ever came my my cowardice. I, I think I, I just want to be like yourself face my fears and see whether the fear is 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 relevant or it's not. So. Um, you know, we all have different kinds of fear. And I think to face the fear and see how relevant it is, is, is important. And I think the first time you face that fear, you do freeze. But the second time and the third time and the fourth time you face it, it becomes the fear kind of diminishes and you develop strategies to deal with them. So coming back to spiders, some people yes. are afraid of them and, and they run. Other people will then, the more they live and understand that spiders are, uh, you know, part of life, they, they will use a vacuum cleaner and suck them up. And, and people like me will capture them in a jar and, and throw them out. Yes, every person has their own way. But I developed that over time. I, did, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't capture spiders in a jar the first time round. How did you develop that? You know, the first, before I, I, I was getting them with vacuum cleaners. And then I thought, this is really horrible because they're, they're living creatures and I, I don't like to do that. And so the first time I caught it in a jar, I, I obviously I captured it in a jar, but I ran, even though it was in the jar. <laughs> like, and the second, yeah. and, then, and that happened the first few times. And then the next time I would capture it and know that it can't escape the jar because, <laughs> because it's a jar. <laughs> Yeah, and then but the jar got, is see-through. That's the thing. That's the yeah. That's, that, the that's right. Part. That's right. Mm. 
and, and then after a while, you know, I just got good at it and then tipping the jar upside down very quickly so that it can't get out instead of me shoving a, a paper or whatever underneath and then running away. <laughs> <laughs> but then you mastered the technique. Well, I mastered, well, it's not just the technique. I got used to it so much. And then I realized that when I'm running towards spiders, they're running away from me because <laughs> they're scared they're going to get squashed. Yeah, I they think don't, they they don't come running towards you. Oh, there's a big human being. Yes, let's go get them. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, though, Ben. I'm not sure. Are you afraid because... of spiders, Mimi? Well, no, I'm not afraid of spiders. <laughs> but I tell you what I don't like is slugs. And the, we, had a, we live in the countryside, so we had we have this whole thing of the countryside and we had I don't know what to call it a family of slugs that turned out to be like 300 slugs everywhere oh it's a big family oh it's a very big family and I don't like them I wonder I what their parents them. feed them <laughs> well, do you know what I don't know but they look like they were at least 10 inches long Really? I must be exaggerating, but in the night, because they come out at night time, they look very long and very, very big. Mm. Mm. And I was sprinkling salt everywhere so that they wouldn't come. Oh, and then I, I know, and I felt guilty. I felt so guilty about that. So I, I even got to the point of where, you know, you know, talking to the eczema and all that, I said, will you just please leave because I've had enough of you and, and, and I don't want you here. That didn't work either. And then I contemplated a friend of mine. with a had... ghost I met. Oh, did it? Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? Well, not, not till I had one come and visit me. <laughs> tell, tell, tell. Well, I, I was, uh, I, I, I had to fly to Atlanta or somewhere and, Hmm. The because of whatever happened with the weather and so on, so they stopped me in New York and they said we've got your hotel for whatever. Anyway, I, I go in the hotel. I'm very tired. I go to bed. I, hmm. I, before I get into bed, you know, brush my teeth, lock the door. So I'm lying in bed, and I feel this thing come into bed with me. And I feel the mattress kind of. <laughs> Go down what do you mean you felt it coming to bed yeah it's like the the you know when you uh have you have you ever had a partner mimi or a pet come into bed yeah. with you um both yeah. so you're in bed okay and you feel so that's what you feel right you mean it got it went under the covers no um it was just on the bed not under okay. the covers so you felt the presence and yes, the heaviness. Yes, okay. yes, on the mattress and, and, and stuff. And of course, I'm really freaked out. And, and I said, uh, uh, I'm really tired and really scared. So you've scared me. Um, so would you go now, please? <laughs> but have you had these incidences before? Of um, I've seen ghosts. Well, I've never seen a ghost. I'm just that that was the thing. Uh, when I was a kid, mm. there was this mantelpiece thing in in the bedroom. I I I lived in a one uh, bedroom 
studio, whatever it was. You know where the, the room is where you sleep and it has a kitchen and just a toilet off of it? Yes. So my parents didn't have much money. So 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 my myself and my brother slept in there. And yeah, there was this thing at the night and I'm sure it was biting my feet. I'd jump out of bed and I always needed the light on and stuff. But I'd see this thing change near the door. How do you mean change? From what into what? Like one animal into another or, or some kind of monster. Like a shapeshifter? Yeah, like a, exactly like that, like a shapeshifter. Mm. Now, who knows? I, you know, it was just my, my childhood. This is preschool, this was. So you're familiar with the other worlds, so to speak? Well, I, I don't know. I, I think the other worlds are familiar with me. I have no clue what's going on. Yeah, okay. But you knew that this was a presence when it came into the bed? Yes, yes. I, I knew it was a presence uh, who didn't give me any presents, which I was also most perturbed about. I think if anyone visits me, they should give me a present, right? Well, it's rude not to. Really, exactly. That, I would have yeah. said that to the ghosts as well. But <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time. I think I was too frightened. Although I don't know whether what it would offer would be something that would be a good idea to accept. Yeah, I don't think I wanted to know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very wise, very wise. Mm -hmm. So what happened? When it, get, it got up and left. That was it. I, w I wish it was more interesting, this story, but sorry. <laughs> sorry. But how, did you, how did you know to talk to it? I didn't. I was just afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very fascinating story, I have to say. Why? <laughs> I'm intrigued you now. do? You can't move. <laughs> What would you do? I mean, like if the Bedouins had left you alone on the mountain, okay, you're mm. frozen. How long would you be frozen for? Um, Somewhere along the, the way, you're going to have to do something, right? Very true, very true. And, until maybe daylight. Until daylight, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, eventually you would do something. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. No, yeah. eventually, because I, I really wanted to sleep. That was very brave, though, and the fact that it was very obedient that it left. Who, who knows why it was so obedient? I think it thought because I was so cute. Because <laughs> you were so good-looking. Yes. <laughs> Little it's did I know how good-looking I was then, but maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why I did it. Well, you know. Only I knew. Yes. <laughs> but don't you think people who are fearless, they, they, they may... Like, for example, if you've had coronavirus already, then there's a certain amount of immunity you have. Yeah, if, if you believe coronavirus is a thing, so you have a certain amount of immunity. So you could go out and, and be fearless, like you're not going to get it. No, but you could be run over by a bus. You could be, but there's not many buses around. So, but well, yes, and well, how, do, how on earth are there car accidents when everyone's supposed to be isolated? I don't know. So, so well, they're not, are they? This is not me ranting. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so fear. I, I think somewhere along the way, I think there's good fear and bad fear, and and along the way, we we face the bad fear, and some of us never do. This is true, but I know so many people that <clears throat> have absolutely done nothing with their lives because 
fear has really kept them a prisoner. I don't want to be like that. I've never wanted to be like that. And I've had many times in my life that I have really been fearful for my life also. Mm. So... And I think that's good when you're fearful, fearful for your life. It means you'll take precautions. Yes, you have to be careful. You yeah. have to be more careful and you have to be also particularly more disciplined in certain ways and in a certain becomes a way of life also because I, as we were saying before, um, I have a lot of allergies. So I have to be very careful in what I eat and what I do. So it's something that is that fear I don't well know. actually that's i know i think it is like you know we, maybe, both shared, maybe. we, we were both trying to out allergy each other so yes we were but, <laughs> you know and you you had that kind of long word shock upper, yeah, upper, anaphylactic an, anaphylactic shock as a result which is you know you could have died from that so so yes there there is that fear of eating jellyfish now that that protects you really well putting it that way then yes um because i won't be doing that again mm. yeah but no. you would but you'd jump over that crevice uh, in in i would on a dark so that was a fear that was unfounded yes whereas this yeah, one absolutely. is could really you know, hurt you. And who knows, maybe one day your body will say, hey, I'm immune to jellyfish now. But you will still be a little bit suspicious until it's 100% proven. And who knows how that would happen without you eating another jellyfish. Yeah, not that it was very delightful, I have to say, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not as delightful as eating a slug, right? No, I haven't <laughs> eaten slugs either, so I don't know. I have no clue what. I don't believe you now. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, dear. slugs! Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just like a lot of people don't eat bats, but hey. But hey, yes, I do think that some people they do eat snails, of course. That's the French. They've, the French have been spreading snail flu forever. Oh. No they... French. If you're French, I didn't mean that. I that was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> Just like the, did you see that video? There's this American guy who's going through the wet markets in, in China, trying to find bats for sale. He said, I do not understand why the, this video came out about Chinese people eating bats. And then, then when he, sh you show, he shows the video, you see actually it's in another country. So it was it was very what is that he was eating a bat in another country? No, no, he, he didn't. He, he, he likes interesting food. And, oh. and he, he just couldn't understand why the Americans, because he's American himself, he's a fellow American, he said, but the truth is, they weren't, this was not happening in, in, in Wuhan. He, he's not, he's not pro-coronavirus or against it. He's neither. Mm. He's, he just said what the media was portraying was not correct. That's, that's what he was saying without saying it. He, he was just saying, look, here's, here's my evidence. Let me take you live through a real, uh, several wet markets in, in China. And this is what he came up with. Yeah, it's, it's on a, there's a YouTube video on it. So it was, it was very interesting anyway. So apparently just like, I do not eat slugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what is apparently your... Apparently they don't eat bats like, we we think they all do. 
it's just that's a strange subject in itself mm. yes we'd be batty to talk about it we would be indeed now mm. ben what is your favorite food that it's unusual do i have unusual food no yeah. i don't i like you don't I like lots of food but i don't like i don't like snakes i don't like well i can't say i don't like snails but i tried to eat it and i just couldn't it was mm. given to me and i couldn't do it i just couldn't i i tried and i tried it got really close to to my mouth but i couldn't i just couldn't do it and what was the most what's the most unusual thing that you've eaten Oh my goodness, probably a fly flew into me and, and I swallowed it by accident or an ant, you know, when you're eating a sandwich. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, that's too, probably the most unusual, by accident. No, yeah, yeah. maybe I, as a kid, swallowed some, some biro top or something. Who knows? <laughs> that would have been unusual. I just can't remember it. <laughs> you can't swallow them, apparently. Oh, no, you can. There's a hole in the biro top. Did you know that? Uh, no, no. I know that, when a woman who swallowed a fly. But I don't know why. Oh, why? <laughs> no, so I, I, I don't know. My my son ate a spider, a live spider. He ate a, li a live spider? Yeah, my, he, my, my daughter ran out screaming. It was oh. my fault because I bet him £10 that he wouldn't do it. So he did it. And I had to pay him £10. <laughs> and what happened to the spider? Who knows? I, I, I do not know what happened inside. I didn't, I didn't get an ultrasound or an x-ray to find out <laughs> But he what did really inside. eat the spider. Yes, he really did it. He did it in front of a whole bunch of us. Oh, dear. Yeah. Ben. What about you? What, 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 what have you eaten? What's the most well, unusual thing? The Apart most from a jellyfish. Yeah, the most unusual thing was... I, I, this is going to sound so strange now that I'm considering not saying it. Oh. <laughs> it, I was in Uzbekistan and um, we were the guests of honour mm. and they made us a dish and it was the testicles of something. But I don't know what. You didn't have the balls to ask them what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was four-legged but I don't know what it was. And I didn't know when I was eating it. They just said, um, it's a delicacy. Mm. Um, was it fish balls? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And I said, but it's not, it's not from a cow, is it? And they said, no, it's not from a cow. Mm. Is it from a pig? No, it's not from a pig. I said, I can definitely eat it. And they said, oh, yes, we've done it especially for you. Um, it was unusual. That's all I can say. Well, I don't think it's unusual as as what many people in the Western world eat. It, many, many, yeah, I mean, many of them eat eat things from the bottom of chickens. What do you eat from the bottom of a chicken? An egg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to imagine a chicken there, and I thought. What does what hangs off from the bottom of a chicken? <laughs> exactly. So, so I mean, if they're eating stuff coming out of chickens' bottoms, then it's <laughs> like well, okay. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to eat an egg again now. Yeah, well, it's not just that, and 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 they they they're very happy to to drink stuff that comes out of the breasts of of, of other animals. 
So, so, so is that kind of... Well, yes, I mean, that is that's an unusual thing for sure. <laughs> you don't you know what they... See... You do not know what those animals have been eating. <laughs> right. Well, no, no, quite. You but, don't so, know what they've been eating. So, so or, or what they've been pumped with if, if they're kind of like, you know, <laughs> you have no clue. So, so, so what's the difference? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I was in, I think it was Selfridges <laughs> and I saw scorpions. Did you, have you seen that? They um, had, say, were they, were they chili flavored scorpions? No, they had, I think, sugar and chocolate. They were chocolate coated yeah, yeah. real scorpions. I've and heard I, of this. Have you heard of that? I, yes. And they sell it in Selfridges. They were selling it in Selfridges. Oh my yeah. goodness, we will be considered mm. barbaric country now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> if you thought bad say in whatever country was bad, mm. the English are eating. <laughs> <laughs> There's some strange scorpions out there, <laughs> and other people are eating frog legs and snails. Oh dear, dear, dear. Yeah. I yes, yes. So y you have a very natural palate, do you, um, Ben? Is it very um, genteel? Well, you know, as I said, I, I eat most food. I, I have tried to eat some things, but I just couldn't do it. Same with scorpions. You know, I could probably eat anything if no, if people didn't tell me what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, As long as they didn't tell me what it was and it was cut up into small little squares, I'd probably eat it. Or triangles mm -hmm. or circles. I, I'm not, um, I'm not uh, a shapist uh, in, in any way. <laughs> it's irrelevant. You can, cut, you can cut it in any shape. I, I'm happy with that. But as long as it's cut into a shape and doesn't look like any animal, and I wasn't told about it, I'd probably eat it. And do you have any allergies, though? Yes, yes, I have many allergies. Do you? Yeah. Which which ones do you want me to to go through? Well, do you have to be careful with your diet? I get I get hay fever, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's terrible, that one. Uh, I have an allergy to apples, strawberries, peanuts. I, I used to eat loads of these. I used to eat tons and tons of, like, Granny Smith's apples. And because I, I like the sour taste, it goes really well with my sense of humour. And <laughs> it's true. I don't know you why you're laughing. You could have cider vinegar. Yes, I could have cider vinegar, but it didn't. I didn't know about it. So, 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 but now I'm allergic to apples and, and my, my mouth will get red and, and my throat will feel horrible and I'll start mm. sneezing and coughing. Same with strawberries and peanuts. Oh, I used to eat tons. I love peanuts. Everything I used to really like and used to binge on, I can't eat. What do you think about that? I told you we were having this conversation, weren't we? What the immunologist said. And he said, the thing that you most crave and the thing that you most want to binge on is actually the thing that you're intolerant to, which I never really, as I said to you earlier, I never really understood that, why that is. But the more, I had a thing also for tomatoes where I really went through a phase, of everything had to be in a tomato sauce. I really love tomatoes. And then I started to get eczema because of this acid in the body. Mm, I need to catch up with you. Yes. <laughs> as soon as the tomatoes went, then it cleared up. 
Maybe I should stop having tomatoes. You've, I, I suppose you've done all the elimination thing, haven't you, of getting rid of everything? Yeah, I tried to get rid of everybody on this planet, but <laughs> I get very lonely. It didn't work. <laughs> no. So, so your immunologist said that anything you binge on, you're probably allergic to. Yes. Right. Now, I know you keep saying, but then we had this conversation before, but I know our listeners didn't. So I just pretended yeah. listeners. Hello, listeners. <laughs> All one of you. That's my mother. <laughs> um, so, so, and mine. So that's two. Two mothers. Yeah. So, but, but that means, you know, a lot of us, uh, you know, we really love drinking alcohol and, and, and having sugar. You know, yeah. like sugar based stuff food so that mm. does that mean that we're allergic to them well it means that it's not good for us mm. well you know ages ago when we that had that coronavirus epidemic yes <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, there were some Last stats week. that they 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 there were some stats they had on people who died from from it in mm -hmm. i think it was italy and they found that 99% of them had a secondary or, or, uh, and or tertiary underlying health condition. It was either to do with their, their heart or diabetes. And we know that many heart conditions and diabetes type 2 is caused by sugar. I think it's the perfect breeding ground, though, sugar and yeast also. Sugar, In sugar. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's um, a good breeding ground for bacteria. I don't know, though. I don't know if anything that what we hear is actually the truth anyway. The so truth is know. out there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Or as, as um, that famous person said, yeah, I can't remember. Confucius, I say, they think he said it. Um, no, I don't think he said this, but it goes something like this. Truth is like football. You have to keep kicking it until it reaches the goal. Did he really say that? No, I, I don't know. I, you know. Who knows? This is social media. So yeah. you can't believe anything in social media. But the sentiment sounds true. Like you kick the truth around. It goes backwards and forwards until it reaches the target. And mm. you eventually find out what really happened. Yes, eventually. It's eventually. True. They're a bit like, um, you know, we would, uh, what is it? Uh, one of the, the hardest things to do if you're, if you're trying to be courageous is to leave your family if, if, you're, if they kind of like bully you a lot. Mm. Yeah, or, you know, we're talking about bullying. It's not just physical, but there's emotional bullying, there's intellectual bullying, you know, all types of bullying, there's social bullying. And trying to, to move away from them is, is probably one of the hardest things anybody can do. I don't know what you think about that. Well, I was going to tell you a story, actually, that um, I have a friend. And she was in a relationship for a very long time with her husband. She had um, a few children with him. I think that she's in a relationship with her husband. Yes. I think <laughs> no longer, no longer, no longer, though. No. <laughs> right. She is now um, getting a divorce, but one of the fundamental issues and problems in that relationship is that she was bullied. And 
the problem is now that she's still bullied and now by her children because the children have learnt from the father. And I do think part of it is learnt behaviour. And Did they learn it from their mother? Tell me more. What do you mean by that? Because she never stood up to him, so they felt, okay, this is acceptable behaviour. She, she, she... Yes. Mm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. I agree, actually, with you, because now they're still... They, where he has gone, they have continued that cycle. And why is that? I don't understand why she allows it. I don't know. We'd have to go into the depths of her childhood and find out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's difficult. You know, I, I, there's a person I know whose husband has taken out all her telephone contacts and started abusing them and pretending to be her, and she's still with him. I, I have no clue why. I say to her, why do you allow it? And she said to me, because I didn't realize it was wrong. <clears throat> so I said to her, but you do realize now? And she said, I do realize now. I said, but you're still allowing it. And she said, I know. And I said, well, why? And she said, I really don't know. She said, because I don't want to be bad. It's a habit. It's learned behavior now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I dated a lady who, who was hospitalized. Actually, I've dated several people without knowing it who've been abused by other guys. Um, and she was hospitalized several times and, and eventually she divorced. And she's a very clever lady. She's got loads of degrees and stuff. And I said, why did you divorce him? And they, they had um, a child. Mm. And uh, she said, well, I was scared he'd, um, my, my, our, our, our daughter would be hospitalized by him. I said, so would you have stayed with him if you hadn't had the daughter? And she said, yes. I even defended him in court when he hospitalized me. I said, I don't understand. You're so intelligent. Why would you do that? She said, well, after a while, the constant bullying undermines your confidence. So you, you actually believe that they do really love you and that there's no other kind of life for you. It's a brainwashing, mm. in effect. Yeah. Mm. And remember mm. a lot of the, these people, not all of them, but uh, who use the, the kind of brainwashing, uh, th- when they hospitalize you or, or they do something horrible to you, they mm. start go- apologizing like mad, they get you flowers and everything's okay for two yes. days. And so you think, oh, they really do love me. Yes. And then it happens again mm. somewhere along mm. the line. Very true. The worst thing is is that you could be their best friend, their mother, their 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 daughter, their son, their whatever it is, and you can't do a thing about it because they'll defend that other person like mad. Yes, because then you will be seen actually as an enemy. I, I've seen that um, because she is very successful in her career, and as you said, with this lady that you know. They are very intelligent people, but when it comes to relationships, there is something that happens. And she said, I know it's wrong. I I realize now it's wrong, but I just can't help myself. I just can't help myself. And it continues and it continues day in, day out. 
she probably thinks that's love maybe at a deep level who knows who knows yeah. i'm not a psychologist mm. i i help people to make great lives I, I help them to transform their dreams into realities so anyone who needs a psychologist i say you need to speak to that person i'm, I'm not the right person for you but you do help people realize their dreams don't you ben that's that's what i'm there for originally mm. i was there to help everyone get their 15 minutes of fame and that's kind of moved on now to show people how to transform their dreams into a reality and how can people get in contact with you if they need your help oh um they could knock on my door but I'm not going to tell them where I am. So that's no. not going to help much, really. <laughs> so, where is, where so, is it so, that they can get hold of you? So LinkedIn is normally the best place to get hold of me. Mm -hmm. that's, so that's Ben Chai, B-E-N, and then Chai, C-H-A-I, Courageous, Happy, Articulate Individual, Chai. Wow, that's rather wonderful. Uh, my Instagram, Ben Chai Official. Uh, I'm on Facebook. So, yeah, all over the place you can get a hold of me. Okay. And are people free to contact you if they need your help and would like yeah, to change their yeah, life? Yeah, definitely. They're <clears throat> absolutely happy to chat to, to anybody. Um, yeah. And then normally when they, they send me a message, I say, oh, hi, happy to meet you. So I've got an automated reply uh, that talks about one of my TED Talks. Mm -hmm. And then I'll know if they're serious because they'll watch it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> otherwise, it, otherwise the, the message gets ignored and it says, oh, uh, thank you for your message. And then they go into sales mode. That's weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you get that. Um, with, the funny thing is, you know, um, I started this podcast and it is just really something that... Um, I was encouraged to do for a long time amongst all the other things that I do. And I've met some fantastic and fabulous people on it. And I had this questionnaire that we were talking about earlier and um, they said, I want to come on. I want to come on, you know, and I said, okay, absolutely. You know, let's do this. And, you know, if I think it's a fit or if they think that I'm a fit for what, you know, whatever. And I said, okay, can you just fill in this questionnaire? And I think you're fit, Mimi. <laughs> and they don't and they don't <laughs> and I just think well then if you can't be bothered to do it or you know your heart's not in it mm. then clearly we're not um so I understand that you know it, it effort comes from both ends and whatever you do in life you've got to put that effort in and um some people get on and some people don't so even for a podcast even for a podcast. That's strange. Why would they ask to be on a podcast and they're not filling a questionnaire? I've never seen your, you know, this is weird, Mimi. I've never seen your questionnaire. Maybe there's a hard question in there. <laughs> do, do you ask them something about their parents and whether they're married or divorced? <laughs> or I'll, I'll send you another one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm looking forward to this. You can do, it's a little bit of a relaxation for you to go through it. But no, do I have to go um, through immediate meditation? <laughs> it would help, it would help. You could get a little prize at the end, if you like. 
You know, but that's probably why people fall asleep with when you're talking to them. Why? You know, we, we remember we were talking about the way you talk. It's like... <laughs> oh, not and, because and, I don't and, give them the gift. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the, the whole meditation voice because it, it does put you in that kind of... Um, is that a trance-like state, a meditation-like state? I don't so where, where you're, <laughs> but you've been in a med, you've meditated before and someone else has led the meditation and if they're good do, do, do you kind of almost be in a dreamlike state that is it's a state of um just being you know i'm i'm putting it so simplistically as you know um ben but um it's to reach a state of being that you are just how can I explain, you know, all of this to you in, in, in a sentence, but it is to help people to switch off and to find their inner self. But it's just a tool for along the way because it, it's a journey of discovery. And sure. I'm, just part of journey. I'm part of their journey. If, you know, they download some of my uh, meditation albums or the music, because I also do music, if they do that, then it's just a tool really to help them along the way on mostly discovering something in their life that is missing. But I can't um, do that for them. I'm just there to shine that light for that given time. And then that leads to wherever else hmm. they're meant to be. Wow. That's amazing. But I still think, you know, if you're helping them to switch off, that's probably how you help to people fall asleep when you're listening, they're listening to you. I know, but you haven't fallen asleep. No, no, because, you know, all the world's a stage and I'm the player. (laughs) (laughs) I have to be playing for my audience. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Ben, where um, YouTube, they can, uh, people can have a look at your YouTube. Tech. Yeah, I, well, just put Ben Chai in, in, in any search bar and, and they're, they're, I'll pop up. Okay, and a website? Uh, ben Chai Official or Proportunities. So benchaiofficial.com or proportunities.co.uk. Okay, and does that give all the details of the things that you do? No, no, because um, so I'm very fortunate. I've got loads of great people around me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the time I set up the initial businesses and then other people run it for me. And I'm really lucky to have those people. So okay, we have a good uh, team around you. Well, we're, we're, we're partners. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, I'm lucky, really, I, I am lucky to have those people. The, the first um, million I, I made was hard, 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 cause, and, and total graft. Mm. Uh, and I learned that I really should have a team and, I, I, you know, I, I go slower, but it's more fun. And, yes. and I don't have to work as, as hard as I used to. I don't need to know as much as I needed to. Are you enjoying the journey? You enjoy it more when you've got teams. So, so, yeah. so when, you, when you do that um, 
internet search on me there, there's different obviously different companies or there's different talks or different mm. interviews and, and so on that that i've done on on different subjects and i'm very fortunate that if you find those companies that i'm part of it's really run by by great people uh, so uh, you know i'm not just saying that oh it's it's me blah 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 i did this yeah. i did that but actually it's 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 really the people in in that business i think that's really quite an achievement to be able to say that because so many people don't acknowledge um the team or the partners so i think it's a very um wonderful thing really that you do that and i think that probably adds to why you are so successful in so many things mm. yeah may, may, maybe Mm. Or maybe I'm just lucky. Or maybe it's a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a bit of both. But thank you so much, Ben, for joining me today. And as we end, I'd like to ask you, I always ask my guests this, what um, pearls of wisdom would you give the listeners out there for their life, something that you have encountered or you have experienced and has helped you in life yeah yeah so be be the entertainment in in the storm be be that that calmness be be the person giving value to people around you and you will always always be fine you will always be okay Wonderful. Be the entertainer yeah. in the storm. Entertainment. Be be that. Um, what's it? Be be that water in the desert. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the olden days of when the king or the sultan used to have his entertainer, and he was one of the most important people of his court, because he was the one who was able to bring joy. For that period of time and, and joy is something that um, is fleeting although even if you can be that for a moment it's so important thank you so much Ben for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you oh thank you I'm, I'm going to I'm going to cry with my eczema <laughs> you're going to weep <laughs> yes it's weeping eczema. Oh. we're going to cry together <laughs> We're good friends, me and my eczema. Yes, me. you are. You are. Now, you are eczema. I wonder if that'd be a good song. You try. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Thank you. And I wish you all the very best. Thank you, Mimi. Everything. Thank you. And look after yourself. And please do come on again. It's been wonderful, really. Yay. Okay. Bye. 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 Ben Chai. What a funny, funny guy. Adorable sense of humour, really. And um, quite amazing, really, as he is such a successful businessman and remains very, very humble throughout it all. Wonderful, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. It was very, very funny. 
Thank you again for sharing this journey with me. I do really appreciate your presence. Take care of yourselves until next time and lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website www.miminovic.co.uk